Ladies and gentlemen, All Saints Catholic Church in Dallas, Texas welcomes you to All Saints Coffee Chats. Hey everybody, welcome back. Thanks Glad for, you are joining us. Thanks for joining us for episode 26 of All Saints Coffee Chats. Episode 26. We've been Wild and crazy. Happy, we've been doing this 26 for weeks. Oh my gosh. Oh, this is fantastic. Hi, Jorge. Hi, Catherine. Thanks for joining us. Glad you're both with us today, along with our other guests. Um, if you're on here, we can't see that you're joining us, so drop us a line in the comment section and we would be happy um, to answer your questions. We are joined today by author Chris Parsons. Thanks, Chris, for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Our pleasure. Our pleasure. Um, we're grateful that Chris has taken time out of his uh, busy schedule to be with us. So um, myself, along with Andrew and Paul and Chris, we're excited for um, a great conversation today. Yeah, absolutely. So Chris, like we said, is an author. He's also a parishioner here. I yep. uh, wrote the book, A Little Spark, which we've got, got displayed there in the middle. And we'll, we'll dive into uh, all the things about that, but of course, like always, we uh, we love starting with the question of who your favorite saint is uh, and, and why. Yeah, um, th I have a number. You know, obviously Saint Christopher. Yes, you know, absolutely. was very important, uh -huh. and you know, we had the Saint Christopher medals in every vehicle, and um, Saint Francis. Okay. Because uh, I'm in, in the book, it's, it's all about animals. So yeah, uh, I've always been. Um, he's been top of the list. Uh, I've had. Obviously, Saint Anthony is yes. a utility, a utility saint. When you lose something, and Absolutely. everyone uses, you know, Saint Anthony. So those are, and then coming from a fishing community, fishing background, Peter obviously is really important, and Andrew, yeah, uh, paint, paint the fish on. So there you go. But Saint Francis is probably, you know, we have the statue in our backyard, uh -huh. and so he's he's top of the list. Absolutely. I had to laugh today on my way to work. There's a, a house right down the street that's got a St. Francis statue in the front. And there was a lady who was walking her dog, and the dog just <laughs> took off running. Like she had dropped the leash or something. It went right to the St. Francis statue and just sat out. Huh. And I was what? like, he's still talking to animals today. <laughs> right. Yeah, I thought, it was that's really crazy. I thought it was, thought it was really cool. cool. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. How about you guys? Any, any new saints that are what about you, impacting <laughs> life? Um. No, honestly, I've been still thinking a lot about John Paul II and uh, Blessed Carlo Acutis, just talking with our youth about somebody who was their age and had already achieved that kind of holiness, uh, right. which is just awesome. Yeah. Um, I found St. Saint Mar Saint Martin de Porres, whose yes. feast day was his past, Monday. well, I guess two, or two, or three days ago. Um, and St. Martin grew up in, I believe, Panama, if my memory serves me right. Um, and at a very young age, uh, I think his father had left them like right after his sister was born and his mother uh he had like an apprenticeship type thing at um a barber and it was very kind of bizarre the mixture of things that were um so he learned how to cut hair but then he also learned like medical practices at the same little place um, <laughs> it's so funny it yes. was like a yes I don't even remember exactly what they called it when I was like reading more about him. And I was like, that is really bizarre, but okay. Um, but he learned all of this and just became really um, intrigued in, in the medical world. Um, and then so a few years later ended up joining the lay, um, 
guess you would kind of refer to it as like the lay apostolate of yeah. the Dominicans um, because he really didn't feel like he was worthy of um, being a religious. And I think further along became really involved. But what I kind of was intrigued by um, St. Martin more than anything, he really just focused on, on where he was. And it really reminded me even more of the life of um, Teresa of Calcutta, um, very much so of like finding your Calcutta and just that re reminder of like, just being present to where you are um, and helping those right in front of you. So I was really kind of inspired by St. Martin's life. Yeah, so he, he was actually in Lima, Peru. Peru. Um, I knew it was a country yeah, that started no, with a P. Uh, my kids and I were reading about him the other day and it was so funny because the same book that we have said, he was a barber and healed people. And I was like, that's like people yeah. like needed haircuts so bad. I was yeah. like, what? But it ended up that he was like in, assigned to the infirmary as a lay apostolate brother, um, and was known for his ability to heal people's mm -hmm. sicknesses. Really? Um, so yeah, if barber school does not work out, um, <laughs> try being a well, doctor. Well, well, yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> Surgery on your hair or yeah. on your body. He could do both. <laughs> he was good with the, the knife apparently. So yeah, always. Always interesting the lives of the saints, for yeah. sure. So, uh, the next question we always like to jump into: uh, Do you have a favorite scripture passage? I know this is another one that's probably there's so many. Yeah, well, when you, you know, the twenty third Psalm is probably captures yeah. everything. Yeah. <clears throat> and, it, and I like that because when you read it, you almost feel like you're there. It has a vivid description mm -hmm. outdoors. You know, there's a whole. It brings you into that, and then obviously the. The big one, the Sermon on the Mount, yeah. you know, with yeah, Matthew, is, yeah. um, which covers everything, you know, and uh, and there are so many other, you know, but those the the twenty third Psalm is, is 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 near and dear. Yeah, you guys. Oh, you go first. <laughs> um, I kind of I don't know why, but it's something I talked about those first couple of weeks we were in quarantine. But that verse from Esther. Um, when like she's just thrown into the situation and it's crazy and she's ask, asking your uncle like why the heck am I the one doing this perhaps this is the time for which you were born right um, mm -hmm. and there's a there's more I guess I'm, I'm paraphrasing there but like something being crazy like what the heck am I doing here it's like well maybe this is why you're here um, and just thinking about that with lots of things going on in the world in my own life um, that's I forget where in Esther it is but it's in the book of Esther yeah I mean, I think I always go back kind of the one of the, I guess, many that are kind of staples in my life, if you will. Um, John 10, 10, of, he came that we might have abundant life um, and paraphrased, of course. Um, but just that that ab abundant life is promised to us. Um, and, you know, it's always one that I kind of cling to. Yeah. What so we, you, we did a lesson with the eighth graders about uh, love on Monday and so I think I've really been stuck stuck is probably the wrong word and they've been in a headspace <laughs> with that um, and so what we did with them is we had them look at first uh, John chapter 4 you know God is love and we love because God loved us first and then how that then you look at John three sixteen, for God so loved the world that he sent his son and then we went into first Corinthians 13 and we we broke down and anywhere the word love was replace with God you know so um, if, if I have the faith to move mountains but do not have God uh, I'm, I'm a resounding symbol or 
uh, banging gong, you know, so on and so on. Uh, God is love, God is patient. And then 1 Corinthians 13.8 has always been uh, a passage that's been very important for me. I actually have it engraved into my, my wedding band. Um, love never fails. Love never ends mm-hmm. is, the, is that very first part of that. Um, and so when you put God's name in that as well, that uh, <laughs> We're good. It's just me. God never God never ends. God never, we're having some technical get, nice. difficulties on our side. But yeah, it, when you put God never fails, God never ends, that no matter the hardships we're going through in the life mm-hmm. currently, right, whether it's pandemic uh, worries or election concerns or whatever it might be, God does not fail. Mm-hmm. That we have that that we can rely on and know that there's somebody greater behind all of these things that are going on in our lives. Mm-hmm. So, and, and the <coughs> failure is not an option. So, that's good. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's really jump into what people really want to know, Chris. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about the book. Well, maybe I'll go back a little bit, just give you a little context of where I come from, because the book is a reflection of, of where I've been on my journey. I grew okay. up in, uh, in a place called Flatlock, Newfoundland. Little fishing community, beautiful. Most people heard of Newfoundland, 9-11, all the planes. You know, fantastic place. Very much um, surrounded by storytellers and music. So I grew up, my father was a storyteller. So that was the Irish culture. Yeah. And uh, and as, you know, we grew, and my, Kathleen and I had a couple of kids, we read all the classics to them, you know, and, you know, with the kids. And then I started creating my own stories and throwing them in the mix. This was a long time ago. Yeah. And they liked the stories. And the stories always had a lesson, a good you know, Christian a lesson. And that expanded to nieces and nephews, and it became, you know, for me, it became a big thing. And uh, they grew up, so my audience disappeared, but I kept working on these stories. And wherever I went, I always had my little notebook, and mostly for me. Yeah. And then about eight years ago, I was on a plane because I used to fly a lot. Um, and then this idea of Spark, the book, came into my head. And I remember I was on, a, on an airplane and I said, I've got to capture this. And so for the next two years, every time I traveled, rather than doing my emails and my PowerPoints for the meeting I was planning to get to, I worked on my book. Okay. My little seat. Yeah. And it took two and a half years to get it to a point where there was a story, and I started testing it with people. That was in 2017. And I was at that point, you know, this has always been something I wanted to do, and it was really my kids and my wife who said, you need to do this. Mm -hmm. I said, I don't know how to do this. I've never (laughs) written a book. I've never printed a book. I have no idea how this works. And that was in 2017. And so we started. I built a really strong team. And we'll explain more what's in there's music and mm-hmm. uh, editing and illustrations. And then last year, I produced a prototype of the book and shared it with a lot of different people, including kids here in the school. And uh, on October 1st, we published the book. And uh, so it's been, and last year I decided I couldn't, you know, have two things, right. work and and the this, yeah. so I left. You know, I worked in high tech. And, you know, lived everywhere. <coughs> Moved here with AT and T, and then last year I decided that you know this is what I wanted to focus on, which was really interesting. Explaining that to people oh, in sure. the business mm-hmm. world because they knew me as you know a 
business development, strategy guy. Uh -huh. Oh, you're leaving. Where are you going? Well, <laughs> I'm uh, focused on children's content. <laughs> now, on the other side, nieces and nephews, they've been always waiting for the next book. Right, so right. 25 years uh, or whatever, and we're getting to the point. So that's the lead up yeah. to that. And, and now, you know, we're all in to uh, making it happen. Yeah, okay. So that gives us the inspiration behind it, and obviously the, the courage and faith to leave uh, Fortune 500 <coughs> yeah. company, uh, you know, yeah. AT&T huge mm -hmm. and say I'm gonna go out on my own and finish this yeah all right so what what's in there well it's interesting because in the book there's a lesson in the book and it, it's all the way through about believing in yourself and that's front and center especially yeah. for kids all the other things they need to believe in themselves in order to do acts of kind anything right. and I'm an example of that so in 2017 with the right people around me, I was encouraged to step out of my comfort zone and take this on. And I found that as I went on that journey, through luck, divine intervention, I met these great people who certainly knew how to publish a book or how to do social media, because I was yeah. new, so that was a big social media, or design, or yeah. how do you lay out the book. And so as soon as I made that step, you know, through God's grace, you know, these people came came along and I was able to do something that was totally out of my comfort zone. Yeah. There's music in the book, there's a full soundtrack and it's embedded with QR codes and whatnot. I have, uh, and I created the music and I'm with a fantastic music producer here in Dallas. We, you know, I can't sing and that's a given. Everyone, I can't, I haven't found, <laughs> I'm zero for like 2,000. I'm getting one positive on that front. Yeah. Uh, even the dog, you know, looks at me, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I, I don't really play an instrument, but it was through this process and surrounding yourself with the right people, and that's a really important lesson, is you can do anything. And success is how you feel about it. Yeah. And people say, well, what's success? Success, I get a note back from a kid, you know, who tells me I love the book and I love Ned Neufel. You know, boom, success. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's really around believing in yourself and, and it's not easy, but having parents and teachers, grandparents who instill that, yeah. uh, you don't need to end up like Spark in the book who saves the world. But there's a lot we can do, and that's a major part of the lesson, one of the lessons in the book. Yeah. Which happened to me <laughs> in real life to get, you know, you know get on my there. journey to get yeah. the book done. Yeah, I think there's so many powerful things just in that, that, you know, I think you can look at the, the success that you had as a strategist and as a developer mm -hmm. Uh, in a company where you knew you had to find the right kind of people to help you instill that strategy and, and develop those things. Uh, and then you have the vision and dream for the book and you were able to take those same skills and say, I know that I Absolutely. need to build this team around me. I've got to do these things. Um, and I, I mean, we, we've had this conversation even, mm -hmm. even recently uh, where we've talked about we have to make sure that whatever weakness I might have one of them can Absolutely. cover as a strength. Absolutely. You know, that that's how we build a team that's gonna be successful for uh, youth and young adult and family ministry here at All Saints is 
that we have that structure built to where if I'm going to fail somewhere, one of you is ready to pick it's critical. me up. It's yeah. critical. It's critical. Absolutely. The, I think the key part of any journey, and, you know, and again, it comes back to my world in business and, you know, worked on a lot of different things. In order to get that team together, you have to make the destination awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And that is critical. And anything can be awesome. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, this this is our destination. I got like, there's probably 10 people quartered what I'm doing here. But if you really want to get people committed and people excited as a leader or as a group leader, you really, really want to make the destination awesome. Yeah. And it can be anything. People say, oh, well, you know, it's got to be something, you know, big. And no, it could be anything. It could be church related, it could be business related, it could be team related. Mm -hmm. You don't have the win, the game, yeah. but make the game and getting ready for the game, that destination awesome, and that group of people then become something special. Yeah. And it's not easy. You can probably list no. yeah. the three or four teams or groups that you belong to that it was awesome. Everyone worked together. And then a dynamic may change, someone right. new comes in and it all blows up. Kind of messes everything. Yeah. But, but it is a really important you know, part of Absolutely. being able to build those teams. But I think it's so funny that we're talking about this and you, you know, you can look at like, well, you know, in terms of successful companies like Walmart and Apple and Disney and all those things. And then you, you, you keep going back and you're like, this is exactly what Jesus did. Uh -huh. Jesus recruited these 12 people that were like, you're my team. The kingdom of heaven is the destination. Uh -huh. Let's go. And they were like, okay, yeah, I'm on board. Let's do it. And it's awesome. And it, it's like, now, Jesus didn't have any faults. <laughs> there wasn't a place right. where he was going to fail. Mm -hmm. But he chose 12 guys that did have faults. And it was, I know you're going to pick up where this person lets mm -hmm. me down. And yeah, I mean, that's the model, right? Is, yeah. And is scale. We get the team around us. In Jesus' case, the scale. How do you get the message out? That, yes. And that, how do you uh, spread how do you it? amplify yep. that message? And, and that's what these folks did. Yeah. All right, so... The book is very different than the typical children's book. You know, I remember uh, Father Father Alphonse called me, so he had a, he had a, this copy here, this, yeah. this early advanced copy. And he's like, I got a children's book. I want you to talk to Chris at some point in time. Have your kids take a look at it, and he put it in my mailbox. And I went down there and I was like, This isn't a kid's book. This is huge. Mm -hmm. But then we got into it, you know. And you and I talked a little bit yeah. about this beforehand. It's not just a pick up and read Dr. Seuss kind of, you're going to get done in five minutes kind of book. Um, and it's got some unique features. It's got lessons, it's got QR codes, it's got audio files that are in the background. Can you tell us a little bit about all that? Yeah, uh, and, and that's really difficult. Again, being new to publishing, yeah. and you know how everything is, you know, swim lanes, picture book. 40 page, 38 pages, yeah. mostly illustrated. Yes. Chapter book, little book, very, very little illustration. And what we created was sort of a combination. It's a fully illustrated chapter book. Yes. That is targeted as a family read along mm -hmm. or read aloud. Where, and because of the length, it's 160 pages, lots of illustrations. It's meant to, you know, a family would engage over a period of time. Your case, right? A week. They do two chapters together. Uh, it has so that's sort of how it fits in, which mm -hmm. caused me all kinds of grief <laughs> because when you explain it, and, and as a result, I ended up not going with a publisher, or I created our own platform to do this. Uh, 
but also in the book, the combination of reading aloud and music is powerful, mm-hmm. especially if the music relates to the story and is embedded right. in the story. The, if you listen to the lyrics in the songs, they really extend what you just read mm-hmm. and their place. So when you read the book, um, you come across a QR code, you scan the QR code and a song plays, one minute version of the song. And kids love it. And they love when they're reading with the parents, oh, here comes a QR code. And you know they take the parent's phone and then a song pops up with a different video for that. And then the, the story continues. And it's just like reading aloud. There's a lot of you know, research on, on, on development of how beneficial that is for parents mm-hmm. to read aloud. The same research is available on music, and music developing, and you know, children, children's brains, and and when you put the two together, you really have an experience. So it's it's a book, but it's really meant to be an experience Mm -hmm. with the family. Uh, And we've had you know grandparents. It's it's been amazing. Grandparents, one guy, uh, she's six. And she's obsessed with this book. She lives in Austin, he lives, and every now and then he'll send me a text. And the last text he sent, she doesn't say goodbye anymore. She's replaced good, goodbye with be that spark. Oh, well. And I think, this is fantastic. Yeah. That's adorable. And, and then his daughter, who's in Austin, she calls him every now She's driving me crazy. She's singing all these songs constantly. <laughs> <laughs> That's his what, what have you created? But it's really that combination of yeah. interactive and it's embedded. Yeah. It's not like, like mission accomplished. Yeah. I have yeah. you singing yeah. my songs. Exactly. And uh, and it's meant to be the technology cannot overwhelm the story. Right. And there's a lot of those interactive books and all that stuff mm-hmm. and they use too much technology. The technology in this case is, is embedded to enhance the story. Enhance. Yeah. It's, it's really about the story. And then there's interactive things in the back you can click QR code and you come and you can speak to some of the characters. You can take a selfie yeah. with the characters. I, uh, seen I saw that. that. Yeah. yeah. That's so all awesome. the, that's really neat. That's, that's yeah. cute. And it's just enough. And because you you really want kids to spend time in with their parents versus you know watching mindless videos on YouTube. Right. And but you can't ignore the fact that they like technology and so so how do you come up with a balance? Mm-hmm. You know, that's all about the story and the lesson, but entertaining the kids and the music. They get up, they dance, yeah. they sing the songs. Uh, and then, uh, so that's the, the core of the book. And on the inside cover of the book, there's a, a URL, a web address, where you go in and you can download the full soundtrack. Because <clears throat> the book, there's eight songs, you know, with right. QR, but there's a full soundtrack, 12 songs, the full versions. And there's the audiobook which we produced, which is another element of, of character development. So you can download that all part of the book. It's a two-hour audio book. We had this incredible voice actor who worked with us. There's, like, there's 20 different voices, yeah. and the music is embedded. But it also helps when the kid or parent, they hear Oliver the Owl. Uh-huh. It just adds a whole new dimension on that character for the book. He's yeah. got a British accent. He's, he's kind of arrogant. He's this man. And it really helps kids identify with the characters and the story, and it becomes a part of the, the experience. And so trying to put all that together is what well, yeah. and then try to explain it yeah. to people who see these swim like, well, it's not a children's book. Well, 
It is. It's not a children's uh, book. But I've got, book, I've right? got an 82-year-old who's the biggest fan of the book. <laughs> uh, he thinks it's great. And we have a three-year-old who takes the book to bed with him. Yeah. Who clearly can't understand the lessons but loves the, the, the pictures. The pictures, yeah. yes. And the music. The yeah. So it's just water. And that, that three-year-old, when that three-year-old is seven, that book will still be around. Yep. And, and that's part of what we do. We put a lot of time in making sure that, like you, when you picked it up, yeah, it's a this is not going to disappear. No, this no, is and solid, you know, I think book. so. For my kids, you know, and, and I have Father Alphonse saying, "You have your kids take a look at it." I think was such a such a great thing. So uh, I brought it home and I, I set it on our coffee table, and I I had forgotten about it. Mm -hmm. And I went back a couple days later, and it was gone. And I was like, oh, no, I lost the book. <laughs> well, I didn't realize my four kids had been, like, cycling through the bedtime storybook process mm -hmm. of, like, fighting over the book. Mm -hmm. um, and so That's when we hysterical. knew you were coming on, I told them, I was like, I need you guys to be book review critics. Oh. Right? You know? And so my youngest, she's four, she said, I like all the pictures. And, and so... Mm -hmm. We'll read a page at a time or so. And she usually just goes back and is like, no, I just want to look at uh, Spark and Rosie and, mm -hmm. and what's going on. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, fine. Uh, and then our six-year-old, she was like, I think that it's funny. And, and I like this part and I like that part. And the, 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 I got scared with this part. And I was like, okay, well, let's look at it. And we looked at it together. And she, she was like, but the good guy wins. Mm -hmm. you know. So that was for her. Now, my older two, so my eight-year-old. And I'm going to read these to you. Okay. You haven't heard these. Can we blip these out if we don't have them this live? <laughs> we, we cannot edit Andrew, live Facebook. Okay, okay, okay. Well, here we go. Uh, a second delay. Right. <laughs> now, my daughter colored hers a little bit. You, you probably can't see it that far away, but uh, a little a little spark book review. Dear Mr. Parsons, I'd give you a five-star review on your book, A Little Spark, because I like slash love the idea of combining Zuron and yeah. Uh, to make Zorum and so many <laughs> other reasons I love the party at the end she even drew the welcome to Zorum uh, uh, and then she said P.S. Uh, make a sequel uh -huh. uh, and my yes, son now, now my son is a critic <laughs> okay. I, I'm just going to okay. give you the heads up <laughs> okay. he's a critical thinker he's very like direct with what he's going to say uh, about things dear Mr. Parsons I read your book, A Little Spark, and I decided to write a review. So here it is. <laughs> your book was very good, and I love the plot and the story idea. I like the character Ned Noof because wow. he's funny and so believing. On a scale of 1 to 10, I give your book a 9 because it was such a good story. I wish it had more action, but otherwise, it was amazing. Mm -hmm. um, and I'll let you have those. Oh, well, great. Uh, Thank you. You know, I, I think That's you've created something that is so much more than just a book. You know, there's there's the family experience, like you yeah. talked about, uh, that I think is so profound. Um, I'm sure you guys remember um, sitting with your parents and having them read a book to you. Yeah. Right? You sit, they sit in their lap and different things like that. I remember like so many great experiences as a kid where my mom and dad took time to do that with my sister and I. Um, and this is that, this is, but this is such a, and it, but it's more too. Mm -hmm. um, and then on top of that, you know, I love uh, in the back, <laughs> that's a pretty cool little graphic there. Um, in the back of the book here, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this one. Um, 
and and open this up. Uh, these little lesson cards, I think, might be my favorite thing, and I'll, I'll open that up there. I'm yeah. not sure which one we're on. Yeah, this right. one. Yeah. You can see here, it's got little lessons. Don't judge too quickly. Uh, everyone deserves a second chance, and and you have those throughout the book. You know, you've got so many great um, Christian themes that that are the undertone of everything that's going on mm -hmm. from the very beginning to the very end. Mm -hmm. So going back to the audience, the kind of, and I think we agree that people of all ages have enjoyed the book. Um, but Paul, would you say about probably like five or six, they're really um, interested in engaging with the the whole the whole thing. book yeah. and like the lesson. So Jorge would say probably five or six, um, but even the younger ones can really um, yes. be engaged yeah. with the music and the videos um, and the pictures, um, and then grow with it as they get older. Yeah, I have I have found the book in all four kids' beds at different times. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. You know, That's so good. like I said, the four year old she she's it's really the pictures. Um, my son, he's more of a critical thinker of everything. Mm -hmm. So for him, it's the process of the entire thing and the story development of the entire thing. Um, the the, reading, level, the reading level is about eight years old. Okay. Yeah. So so at eight, and you know, seven, eight. Yeah. And we've had scenario, one, one another example of a nine-year-old who could read the book, and they read the book in the kind called multi-generational family. It was the father and the mother and his grandmother. So they, they actually they actually took the time. Yeah. They went through the spark experience. And they thought it was wonderful. And the nine year old was reading and then they talked about the lessons. Yeah. And then they picked their favorite song and then you know the songs change every day. There's a new right. favorite song. And so it really depends on what you put into it. Yeah. And you know, you can certainly give it to an older kid and they could read it. But it's really when you sit down and you have an opportunity to spend that quality time and laugh and there's joy and there's some scary things in there, yeah. of course you gotta throw those yeah. in there. But then being able to sit down and discuss uh, the lessons yeah. about forgiveness. Yeah. There's a big theme in this about forgiveness and second chances. Yeah. And there's some really good interesting plot along that, that line and that's really, really important and you can create your own Discussion around those lessons, and we provide you know some ideas in the book. Here's a, a question you would ask yeah. your, your 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 kid about you know a particular aspect of the lessons, yeah. and we use that because one of the things we we did was in developing the book we had the prototype, which was this book. Okay. So this was a year a year and a half ago. I thought it was the best cover ever. No. <laughs> so it got turned down by by kids, and you know he said, "Where's the dragon?" You know. Yeah, so we went. We went the from there. Yeah, went from. Yeah. But basically, I started just loading in the characters every time a new character. So there there was some really good feedback, and this came in grade one class. Yes. Uh, when you know they had they read the book together, and Mr. Ramirez is just phenomenal. She's fantastic. Yes. Uh, providing. The feedback, which then evolved, and, and the cover mm -hmm. changed. Uh, how long the song should be in the book with the QR? I had two minutes, and that was a minute. And so all these things were feedback that came back um, and from a wide range of people, you know. And we ended up I still have still have this. I still like the picture. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
whenever we had a new, we adopted a new, a new we found a new dog, and so I felt like at the last minute I had to get Ellie the terrier. <laughs> and so, so we'll have that forever with the, uh, with the animals and yeah. everybody included. But it's so neat to see where it came from to where it is now, and then with it now being released to the public audience where it's gone, mm -hmm. um, and the conversations that people are having. Um, thank you, uh, Kathleen. Is that someone you know, Kathleen Parsons? Yes, yes. <laughs> she answered the question. Uh, somebody asked where to get the book. It's available on Amazon. And now you, there's an Amazon award on some of the covers. I've yeah, seen now. yeah. No, again, as we go, as we go along, there's a few things. So it is available on Amazon. So we have a distribute. That's another thing. Huh? Like, I have no idea. Distribution of a book. Right. That's yeah. really hard. <laughs> and through luck and combination of people, I met this company in New Hampshire, and they do all the distribution. So the book is printed in Canada, okay. shipped to New Hampshire, uh, and then they have the relationship with Amazon, so the book is available everywhere across the globe. And I've had people you know, in Australia, people in Singapore order the book. Um, so it is available on Amazon. Uh, we, and as soon as we came out the first week, we got to number one. A new release uh, in the category of children's music books. Okay, which is a really important. There's other yeah. categories, uh, there's but for me, that's Amazon. the most important because right. sometimes people forget about the music. It's yeah, you know, you know the dragon story, all the different categories. So, and it just so happened I was just, you know, checking it out. Oh, and then of course the banner goes number one. So we've had success. Yeah, you've that's got to great. continue. It's just it's endless. And then the other uh, award was the Mom's uh, Choice Award, which is a big thing you gotta go through. So we submitted yeah. all the elements of the book and they have a committee and they go through and so we were selected a, a gold medal recipient. Sort of the, you know, the seal of approval, the home right. seal, that kind of thing, for parents and librarians about books and other things. So we received that. That's fantastic. Which is the gold star, so. Yeah. So we've had, but it's, Constantly, uh, you know, marketing and yeah. and getting the message out there, uh, which doesn't end. And I appreciate <laughs> this oh, opportunity. Hey, we, yeah, you know, we are <laughs> glad. Yeah, have book will travel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and also, you know, it, it it's it's good for what you've been a parishioner here at All Saints for six years. For six years, and I know that you and I worked together uh, with a team of people on trying to figure out the survey yeah, and everything. Oh, yeah. Yep. It was going into all that, and you helped us strategize and develop some different things. So um, we were more than happy. You know, once Father said it, brought it up, you know, we've been trying to get together, and I, I love that we're able to, to get you. I know you're traveling all over the place, Dave Palmer and mm -hmm. things like that. So yeah. um, this is important. This is because there's been so much support. Yeah. You, know, you talk about the journey and the people on the journey. This parish has been on the journey. I mentioned the school. Yeah. We did the pilot project, trying to create something that we could use in the classroom, which we're going to develop yeah. next year as a program. Oh, that's that, great. That was amazing. Yes. The song, Be My Friend, which is on the soundtrack, was recorded. It was very difficult because COVID, we're all yeah. getting ready to go into <laughs> yes. the studio, and then yes, we had to absolutely. use Zoom. Sure. And so the, and obviously Father Al, and so it, it's, this is family. Oh, yeah. And had a lot to do with the inspiration and, and yeah. where we are right now. 
Well, we appreciate your shared success. Yeah, good. <laughs> when Netflix calls and they want to make it a movie, <laughs> yeah, we'll, 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 yeah, we'll use this as the set. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, we'll, we'll, come on out. <laughs> No, do you have, have any dragons? Yeah. Do you have any fire-breathing dragons? Uh, yeah. I, we got a baby Yoda. We got a baby Yoda. Uh, yeah, we have yeah. random llamas. I'm Tree. sure yeah. I can okay. find them. We've got a green so screen. We're in. Yeah. We're in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've got all the things we can make. I have the dogs. I have the, because uh, in the in the book I mentioned the animals. So, so we have a zoo at home. Three cats, three dogs. They are in. They are <laughs> characters. Yeah, they're in the book. Awesome. They're in the book. Yeah, but fantastic. they're different names. So Ned Noof yes. is Bear, our Newfoundland dog. I'm originally from Newfoundland. We have two uh -huh. Newfoundland dogs, and and so the character, and they're not the same character. Right. There. You know, Ned Newf is not my dog, really. <laughs> He's got a different personality, but we're able to include. Yeah. You know those. Yeah, elements. absolutely. There's all kinds of little things in here that no people will never know that I added in there just for my own. Yeah, but I think that's what also makes for for such a great story is that it's personal. Mm -hmm. You know, there's so many personal things that can go into it that. Uh, have have such a, a greater impact. Yeah, uh, I'll give so you one. I'll give you one. She, Kathleen is on there. So All right, right, Kathleen, if you're listening, so she's not in in the in the room, so I can I can tell the story. When we were recording, we this incredible. I Google it. I had the music, and I said, "How do I produce?" And I found this mu uh, music studio here, Cake Mix. Uh -huh. It was in Davenport. Guy's brilliant. He did all the Dragon Ball Z, but he's got this audience around the world like if you think about Dragon Ball Z yeah the yeah. music was the music was incredible this is Bruce Faulkner he's just and I just ended up with him so for a year and a half we worked on the soundtrack where we'd produce it I'd create it he'd produce it and we'd find these voices which is really important and there's a lot of great and Bruce knows everyone so yeah. we had this one song my little one which is a really, really important song. In the book, it's the mother crying as Spark goes on a journey, maybe never to be seen again. And really? so very lamenting, but it's generic enough that it would be any scene where a parent and the kid is moving to school, to the military, it's, it's that kind of thing. So it was a really important part. And so we brought in two voices, two singers, and it wasn't what I had in my head. You know, I wanted this kind of sound, and. Bruce was actually very frustrated with me. <laughs> this is good, not just that. And then, you know, what was in my head was my wife's voice. She's got this incredible, she's in Nova Scotia, she's got this Celtic, incredible voice that she never uses. She used to use, before we were married, we used to, she used to sing at all these weddings, and I always loved this voice, and this was the voice. Uh, so I came, came back from the studio when they said, you've got to do this, you know. And within less than a second, it was no. <laughs> no, no, uh, no, you have to do it. I'll get the sheet music because we had all the music all produced and we have the sheet music. And then two weeks later, she showed up, never been in a studio with uh, you know, all the gear and all that, and she just nailed it. Yeah. And That's so fantastic. I hear from people that, and I love that song, you know. Who is that? I said, well, someone I know. <laughs> someone <laughs> I know. So a friend of a friend. Yeah. yeah. So it's been a family and obviously friends who've yeah. been involved in it. Uh, That's my fantastic. daughter Maggie, you know, helps. She does a lot of the social media. Because again, when we launched this, I think I had six friends on Facebook. <laughs> I, 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 Doesn't I, help with publicizing. I right? signed up in 2012. Yeah. Because I needed to understand how what was going on. And, <laughs> and so then I said, so you got to have Facebook and we have Instagram. And it's all Be That Spark. Be That Spark yeah. on any, in, in any uh, website, which is great. And uh, 
so then I have people, now I'm trying to connect on Facebook, and I say, people, well, I sent you a, a friend, friend request, request yeah. seven years ago. <laughs> That's so <laughs> well, funny. Well, I'm back, I'm alive and well. <laughs> I, I mean, these guys are so good at it with, with social media. I have an Instagram account that I signed up for in like 2014. I have two posts, yeah. uh, and one of them was was like two months ago. <laughs> so the other one sat there for six years. Yeah, well, <laughs> not a big not a big Instagram social media, but yeah, I mean, uh, I think there's no choice anymore. No, like, if you're yeah. going to get something out there, that's the yeah. way you got to do it. Every two days we post on social media. Yeah, and it's a video because we re I recorded everything when we were making. I've got all the clips from the studio and mm. all the illustrations and. And so every two days we post on, and it's Be That Spark, which is another one of these interventions somehow, as we were creating the, the marketing yeah. and creating the platform, the a whole idea, a, a little spark is named the book. Be That Spark is really what, what this is all about. Yeah. It's, it's cr creating in kids the desire, the will, to look for ways to be that spark, to do great things. So we had all that, and I said, well, we need to do the right branding. So we were able to get on social media, be that spark on Instagram, be that spark on Facebook, be that spark on Twitter, be that spark.com, be that spark on YouTube. Perfect. Wow. Which is yeah. amazing. That's not easy right. to do. Yeah, amazing. Such a be that program. spark, you would yeah. think it'd be long gone. Right. And it's so like then yeah. obviously we have to do trademark, there's a bunch uh -huh. of legal stuff then to yeah. make sure that it's protected. But it's another one of those things that things coming together, people coming together. Yeah, absolutely. With some luck, uh, getting things like Be That Spark, which makes makes it a lot easier. Yeah. So I think that would be, I think that's a, a good thing to look at. What what does Be That Spark mean? What, what, are, we, what are we trying to do? Well, <clears throat> it didn't start out that way. Right. So how it started was this, flash I had on a plane I was flying from uh, Washington DC to London and I'm you know because I'm always thinking about these stories this thing yeah. came in and stories about a you know spark this lowly creature in a very hierarchical right. structure he's a streeter at the bottom who steps up believes in himself and saves the day so that the smallest of creatures can have such a big impact so as I developed that it led to, we can all be like a little spark. We can all be that spark. And so that's really the movement. And the book is a starting point. But how do we, the goats, you know, I talk about heifer and doing things with them. How do we instill in children and ourselves, forget about all the stuff around us. I mean, it's hard, hard for kids or hard for any of us to right. you know, figure that out. But we all have this opportunity to be that spark, and in the book, in the book, uh, spark steps up and saves the day. Big deal. Right. But it could be a kid walking an elderly neighbor across the street. So right. it's really around be that spark. Look for opportunities. And as you and I talked before, you get more out of giving than, in many cases, the people who receive the gift, mm -hmm. because it really really builds your 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 relationship with Christ actually yes, you know, doing well and, and all these things so that's what we're doing and, and over the next few years we're going to 
build on BDOT Spark, there's a number of initiatives. I mentioned one, which you know, came from here, is where I now have five educators who have approached me and they want to take that pilot program we did with All Saints and create a program for schools. Yeah. Character building. Yeah. Which, you know, there's a lot of programs out there, math and science and all mm -hmm. that. So basically, you'd be able to, as a teacher, go online, download the digital book, all the illustrations, produce the, the charts or posters. You have lesson plans for the six lessons in the book. Right. And then they can use that. And it's interactive, because the kids had a ball in oh, when they, they did it here. They absolutely. had the videos, they're laughing, and, and it's, it's an opportunity to uh, build upon that theme of Be That Spark. And we have other things that we're, uh, we're working through. But that, mm -hmm. it sort of led into that. It ended up you know, as if it was a journey from an individual right. mouse to, hey, we can all be that mouse. Yeah. And uh, that's, that's front and center. Yeah. That's awesome. I, I love the idea. I, I, I think it's so great that you know, it's, a, it's an opportunity for every young person. I still remember the first time I ever watched the movie Back to the Future. Mm -hmm. Back to oh, the yeah. Future. yeah. Yeah. And <coughs> Marty McFly's dad is talking about writing a book. And it's all these things and all these things. At the very end of the movie, cuts open the box, and there's his book. Mm -hmm. And he says to Marty, remember, if you put your mind to it, you can accomplish anything. Mm -hmm. It's so much of this kind of reminded yeah. me of that. And I, I, I talked about this recently with, I don't even remember who I was talking to, but it's always been something that stands out that if you put your mind to this thing, whatever it may be, whatever that dream is, that dream is accomplishable. You just got to work towards it. Mm -hmm. You've got to work for it. You know, whether it starts as an idea on an airplane, or sitting around with your nieces and nephews and grandkids mm -hmm. or whatever it might be, go for it. You know, try. Um, and I think that's such a such a beautiful thing to teach our young kids at such an early age. I know you piloted this with the first graders at the school, but I think it's something that also has an impact. That uh, there are there are now second graders that when we talked about this book at the school, we're like, oh, I, I helped with that book. Oh, yeah. And they're like, you know, they take some ownership over it. They're like, well, well I saw it before you did. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so okay, so it's like, all right, I got it. And they're like, I, I helped with what this character looked like or that character. And I'm like, that is so great. That is fantastic. I love it, yeah. And just for me, I, I like just to step back and let that happen. Yeah. Uh, Nicole, uh, Ms. Ramirez, Ms. Ramirez sent me, right in the middle of COVID, you have to see this. And she sent me an email and a little girl in her class who was part of it had produced a video where she's singing one of the songs, A Little yes. Spark, the song A Little Spark. <clears throat> you know, so I got this email and I said, wow. Yeah. Her song. <laughs> that, that's it. You know, that's it, can, right? There. And that's the same way would be that if you can find a way to connect kids to something, mm -hmm. give them ownership. Yeah. Don't yeah. You know, kids. Some sometimes we we don't understand their ability. We treat them as kids. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, which is good in many cases. Yeah. But but really, it's amazing. I've seen. I'm not a an educator. I'm not a child psychologist. But through this journey, I've spent a lot of time with my target audience. It's amazing how yeah. they think. We definitely undervalue their, totally. their abilities we, we need, and underestimate yeah. them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and to believe in yourself, you have to let them. And they're going to succeed yeah. oh, and they're yeah. going to fail. And we, we, we've spent a lot of time on success, not as much on uh, resiliency. 
and and that's part of the book as well because they don't it doesn't all on the journey it's not some, perfect the first time <laughs> there's right. some ma massive failures yes. along the way yep. and miscommunications and, and all this so it's really uh, that was one of the things and, and they all want to be heard especially now with all this stuff yeah. it's, mm -hmm. it's it's a really tough time right they don't want to be seen they want to be heard they want to be part of uh, the scene and unfortunately the scene now is so complicated that yeah. we need to find those spaces where we can engage and, and that's part of what we're trying to do yeah I, we always talk to our kids uh, you know Edison didn't invent the light bulb on the first try you know it was he, he failed over and over and over again but that resiliency that persistence Absolutely. that gave us what we have now with the light bulb you know um, uh, yeah, I, you know, and, and that's one of the things that I noticed when I was talking to my son about the story is that uh, Spark doesn't succeed on the first try. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a process, and you keep working towards that. And, and I love that you brought the prototype. Yeah. You know, I love the prototype, and it worked perfectly. Nobody else liked the prototype. <laughs> yeah. So we went this direction, and this direction ended up being, you know, something that was beautiful and great. And, um, and I can be a little defensive, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Well, that's kids. okay. This is your baby. Yeah, that's yeah. Okay. that's but, lots of hard work. Yeah, but I had to realize, actually, during this process, that I had to get this, because I, I don't, I'm not the target audience. Right. And, <laughs> and so when my family had provided the, the input, uh, it took a while to, but they were right in most every case. Oh, yeah. I said most every case. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's another part of what I've learned in, in all of this. The reviews. There's a lot of reviews. Yeah. And as with everything, there's going to be reviews that I look at. You just don't understand what. You, <laughs> but rather than do that, I look at it, I read it, and try to figure out what can I take from it. Yeah. Obviously, if you thought that, then I didn't position it correctly. Right. Because it was supposed to be this, and it's hard. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, turn the other cheek and yep. all. You know, all the stuff that we. We've grown up with um, is really important in, yeah. in what I went through, but it's also really important for children yes. to understand that you got to deal with the good and the bad. Yeah. Well, you put yourself out there. You certainly uh, took uh, took a risk. You took a leap of faith with a lot of things, but it, it seems to be that uh, most people appreciate and love what you did and, and are now mm -hmm. uh, even taking it a step further that uh, we talked about discipleship last week or two weeks ago or evangelization and that the idea was once once you understand what the faith means now you have to go out and share that Absolutely. Uh, so it sounds like you you know what that spark is you're showing other people that spark and now they're responding as well mm -hmm. uh, and they're going out and, and being like spark uh, to bring you know they're not it, right you don't have to um, save the world, mm -hmm. but if you do one little thing a day, right? Like we've also talked about Therese mm -hmm. uh, and the idea of the little way. Um, doing little things, Absolutely. being a little spark every day. You know, it's not called a little inferno. No. It's called a little <laughs> spark and start that and way. It's so. meant to be a platform. Yeah. Because, again, once you have the book and the music, it's then something that we can build on. Yeah. It took two years to build the platform. You know, all these QR, all the technology, oh, yeah. that's all invisible. The publishing and distribution, the editing and book design, right. social media, that's now. And so as a platform, it allows us to create new content on it. It allows parents to take the content and create their own content 
the lessons, they will have their own spin on yeah. what those lessons are. So it's a tool uh, that can be used, and that's really where we wanted to get to the, yeah. and, and make it better, providing input, mm -hmm. which is what you know I went through on this, the prototype phase. You did a great job. It's well a good, done. it's a good well launch done. pad for all of us, us parents and, and people who are looking for uh, those lessons. And, and I mean, I, I still remember uh, watching Saturday morning cartoons every morning, and, and at the end of all of them, they would always have that little thirty second, like here's yeah. the lesson behind yeah. this. Um, so I, whenever I read uh, the children's books, I'm always kind of like, oh, here's the moral of the story. Here's the little lesson behind mm -hmm. it. So seeing books that are doing that again. Uh, is is something that's great for for me as a dad to be able to refer to like hey you remember when spark was going through this think about it oh okay dad okay i get it now. so mm -hmm. well, that's good so thank you thank you very much so i think it's time for lightning round well we have a we have a few comments on on facebook um not getting them sorry <laughs> that's why <laughs> catherine no it's never too early for christmas music in my opinion <laughs> um, never too early. Um, I think we coffee of choice always community coffee. Do you have a favorite coffee of choice, Chris? As you can tell, <laughs> uh, Pike Place, Starbucks. Okay, Pike, Pike Place. Place. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I could probably get money from them for that <laughs> product placement. Yeah. yeah Starbucks. Uh, yeah. Um. Y'all don't happen to have the same socks on today, do y'all? No. South religious. I just have black socks on. I, I got my Holy Spirit socks oh. because I was counting on that to help lead the conversation. They there almost wore my JP2 socks, which was um, really oh, interesting yeah. knowing JP2, your history there. Yeah. JP2 so. yeah. And then also, um, Melanie, I think I'm saying this correctly, is joining us from Nova Scotia. Do you know Melanie Lane? Oh, yes, I do. Melanie yes. is joining us. Thanks for joining us from such a wow. long way, Melanie. Yep. Um, her six-year-old great-niece loved the book. Her nanny read it with her. She was very interested in the character development. Her five-year-old brother loved the book cover. <laughs> wow, good. Thanks for sharing that feedback. And so thank you, you for joining us. She's a really good the right cover. She's a really So we are an international yeah. Facebook show, you guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and my wife's from Nova Scotia, my, one of my wife's best friends. So okay. thank you, Monty. Yeah. Um, appreciate it. Well, good. All right. So go out and you can find, we put there in the links uh, where you can find the book on Amazon. Go ahead and check those out. Be sure to leave your reviews for Chris and his team so that they can continue to uh, to create new and, and good content uh, with the branding of, of Be The Spark. And, and hopefully you get an opportunity to read the book and, and can be that spark for people as well. You said the website was be the spark.com. Be that, be that spark.com and you can see all the reviews, you can see the videos of making the... Yeah, we, Andrew and I looked at yeah. some of the backgrounds of yeah, the yeah. voiceovers in the Very studio nice. and all different right. pictures that you guys are doing. It looked like you guys had a lot of fun. I know we all really right. had to, we've kind of been forced into learning a lot of that uh, along the way with everything happening with the pandemic here, but um, yeah, it looks like you guys have a lot of fun. Well, yeah, mostly. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of work. A yeah. lot of work. Well, for you sure. know, there's a so. lot of a lot of things you don't know, so you learn as you go. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yes, yes, you do. <laughs> All right. But I think it is that time now. Did I miss any? I think that's everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Catherine, I like reading books on the saints that are more heart heavy, but the quotes are a lot 
easier accessible. That's just me. Mm -hmm. So. Great question. Got All right. We ready? You gonna time it? Sure. Yes. All right. All right, here we go. So we're gonna go Chris and then me. Yep. And okay. then Andrew and then Chelsea. All right. As here quickly as we can, this is our lightning round. Good luck, no pressure. <laughs> you have to beat no time because they're all different. Yep. <laughs> and go. Coffee or tea? Coffee. 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 Donuts or ice cream? Both. <laughs> ice cream we only made it to the cream. second question. <laughs> ice cream on donuts. Yeah, donut flavored ice cream. Okay. Okay. Take a donut, Sorry. slice it in half, put a scoop of ice cream yeah. in between, yeah. have a sandwich. Ooh. <laughs> I'll take that, but no yeah. ice cream. Ice cream. Chocolate or vanilla? Chocolate. Vanilla. Chocolate. Chocolate. Ooh. Scary movie or comedy? Comedy. 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 No knees or no elbows? I had, my knees are shot, <laughs> so I had a knee replacement, so I think I'm good for a while on the knees, but I think I need my elbows. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go no elbows this time. I'd change it up every time. I, I'd just type like this. Yeah, it could work. Yeah. wouldn't be able to lift my kids very much anymore. It's true. Just kind of, yeah, I'll go no knees just because yeah, there's a lot of things that involve the elbows. I think... I think I would go with no elbows because I think it would solve my nerve the nerve problems <laughs> if I didn't have elbows. But you know, anyway, um, really tall or really short? Uh, really tall. Really tall. Really tall. <laughs> really tall. I already know what it's like to be really short. Um, <laughs> would you like to fly or read minds? Read minds. Read minds. As long as I could turn it <laughs> off, I would like to read minds. <laughs> I don't want to always know what everyone's thinking. I don't want to know what people are thinking. I want to fly. Um, fishing or hiking? Fishing. Oh, fishing. I'm going to go hiking. Fishing. Read a book or watch a movie? Read a book. <laughs> <laughs> I had to say that. A little spark. The That was the perfect time to hold the book up. Read a book. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to go movie. Read a book. Movie. Would you rather be a great cook or have a personal chef? I sort of have a fantastic... I'm not a bad cook, but my wife is phenomenal, so I sort of have a personal chef. <laughs> <laughs> good answer, so, good answer. Yeah, so it all in collaboration. Right. Will the personal chef clean up after themselves? Mm. Oh. Um, that well, the rule of our house growing up was, kind of a game as a kid, if you cooked, you clean. Okay, then so, I'll yeah. take the personal chef. Unless mom was, <laughs> unless mom was cooking. Yeah. Or, and then mom didn't clean up after right. herself. Dad did. Sandra, if you're watching, she still loves you. <laughs> I do, but that was just the deal. We helped, we helped dad clean the kitchen if mom cooked. That seems fair. Yeah, personal um, chef. Yeah, personal chef. In, in, that, in that case. Um, growing up, I had a great personal chef. Mom. Thanks, mom. Um, <laughs> she's a great cook and baker and everything in between. Um, I'm very picky about my food now, and so I think I'd rather just be a great cook. Live in a treehouse or on a boat? Treehouse. Boat. Say treehouse. Boat. Go to the aquarium or the beach? The aquarium. Beach. Uh, beach. Beach. Um, only be able to sing or only play an instrument? 
I take either one. <laughs> <laughs> All of the above. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go instrument. I sing this yeah. time. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm just picking the opposite. I'm gonna go with singing as well. Use it for for more just anything. I think I'm gonna go with an instrument. Okay, last one. Would you rather go back in time one year to talk to your past self, or go into the future one year to talk to your future self? Past self. Future self. I'm gonna go with future self. Yeah. I'm gonna go with past self. Yeah, I don't think uh, if I went to my past self, I could even make up the reality that we live in. (laughs) Yeah, but it wouldn't be the reality, it would be like a... Think differently. Think differently yeah. and like Just be as bad as you might think yeah. it may get at times, like you're gonna be okay and you can do it. Yeah. Like you can get yeah. this. Yeah, like it's you're gonna make it. Like give yourself a pep talk before it actually happens. I feel like if we talk to my future self, I'd be like, Oh, okay, it's not gonna be that bad. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, what do you do? Now I know you're still four minutes forty one seconds. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That, that's the time. You that's win. actually impressive. Oh, Under wow. five minutes, we did it. Yeah. Yeah, that's the best time that we're right. done this. We're going to give Chris a prize. There's a book called uh, A Little Spark. We'll get you a copy. Oh, you should you go buy it. it. It's big. Apparently, it's running off the shelves. So yeah, it's flying off the Amazon shelves. Get out there and get it. You should go to Amazon. So Amazon's the best place to purchase. Amazon, Barnes & Noble. It's on every major. And it just A Little Spark, Chris Parsons. Great. And it's... Available. So any place that you like to buy books, go check it out. Yeah, Christmas gift. Christmas. Good Christmas, Christmas gift. Great Christmas that's gift. A, I got to keep uh, reminding people <laughs> because again, feedback from all these people. I'm, you know, I bought yeah. so many copies. We're giving them to parents with kids or grandparents with with a kid that they want to yeah. give it to. So that's that's part of what we're doing now, getting on all these lists. Christmas Absolutely. Gift lists. Absolutely. Great Christmas gift. I, I, as a parent, can't recommend this book enough. Uh, my kids, all of them, have absolutely loved it. Um, it's, a, it's a great read and such a powerful message. Uh, so, again, Chris, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, thank you all for joining us today. Lord God, we ask that you be with us. Help us to be the spark that inspires other people uh, and to be mindful of uh, the impact that we can have uh, and the impact that uh, being a reflection of Christ uh, allows us the opportunity to reflect that love to everyone that we encounter. And so we ask that you help us to do that as uh, we go forward. And we ask all of this in your name. Amen. 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 Bye, guys. Thanks for joining. Bye, guys. See you next week. Be that spark.